Hey, it's Tariq Ali. A little birdie told me that you wish there was more frequent uploads to help you in your healing journey and that you didn't have to wait months for the next podcast episode. Well, now you don't have to. Check the description to find out how you can leap into healing, the subscriber edition of this podcast where you will get weekly episodes. Yep, you heard me. Weekly episodes. These exclusive subscriber-only episodes will include tools and tangible practices and methods I've come up with to help you heal and grow, reviews of the main show episodes for messages you may have missed, and even more bonus episodes like affirmations, mindset shifts, and Ask Tariq. Check out the description so you can find out more and start leaping into healing today. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to That Conversation with Tariq Ali, a podcast where we have the hard conversations that help us grow. How are you doing? How are you feeling? I hope you're feeling great. I hope you're feeling full. And if you're not, if you're feeling low, if you're feeling hopeless, if you're coming here to feel something different, feel something better, to be inspired, that is fine too. Make space for your feelings. What we do here is I'm going to conjure up a lot of feelings. I'm not just here to trigger you. I am going to conjure those feelings and we are going to hold them and bring a new reaction and response to those feelings that you may have not received from other people or from yourself. That is what this podcast is all about. It's about healing yourself and healing others. And in today's episode, we have another special guest. This is a very, very special guest. In the beginning of the podcast, the guest is speaking a lot. Okay. And I want you to know, I wanted her to speak this much. At some point, you're going to forget that I'm there, <laughs> but it will all make sense. I'm only prefacing so that you can be aware of this as you are listening, because it's something powerful about it. Not going to give it away, but this episode is going to be good for anyone who is having a hard time healing without getting closure especially closure from someone that's just not in your life anymore that you left out of your life or they're choosing not to be in your life whatever it is it's going to help you let go of the past it's going to talk to you about bottling all of those emotions and and how to let those emotions out and a lot of those emotions being anger this guest has a lot of anger and a lot of words that they want to give to the people that are not in their life anymore. And we create space for them to do that. And that's something that she struggled to do on her own. And yeah, I'm I'm done talking. I want the episode to speak for itself. I just really wanted to preface with that. This episode and the other episodes also have a visual portion on YouTube that you can go watch and stream. It really does help me when you guys rate and review the podcast on the platform you're listening to it on. And when you go stream it on YouTube, I'm just really trying to get this healing to as many people as possible. And when you guys comment on the TikToks, comment on the Instagram, go on YouTube, that really helps put it in the algorithm so more people can come and we can continue producing this podcast. I thank you guys. I love you guys. And I hope you enjoy the episode. Here we go. My, my shoes on. I want my shoes on. Do I want them all comfy? It depends on what you want. You want your shoes on and off. I, I never How wear shoes. I why is that? Is that your grounding? I just I want to be comfortable. Free. Yeah. There we go. Okay. We are Heather. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to that conversation with Tariq Ali, a podcast where we have the hard conversations that help us grow. <sighs> <sighs> it smells great in here. Thank like, you. Well, it smells really good. Yeah, Thank I feel you. Like yeah. this is what I needed. <laughs> I had to take a deep breath just to like get in the moment. 
Um, I was preparing, you know, setting this up. I got you some water. Thank you, thank you. I got a candle lit. I also, um, I'm burning a, um, a chakra incense. This is for your throat chakra. Oh. So anything that you, any blockages you may have um, from your throat chakra, things that you want to speak more and express yourself more about, usually helps. And yeah, so okay. welcome back to the podcast, everyone. I am sitting here with, wow, <laughs> wow. I want you to explain how we know each other. This is our first time meeting in person. First time. First time. And it's been over a decade. Literally. Right. So the way that we met was through uh, really a connection with Nicki Minaj, you know, being a a stan, a fan, and enjoying that part of our lives together. And I eventually, you know, started my radio show, as you know. Yes. It's so crazy because... Now, in this part of my life, I can't... I mean, I would enjoy it, but I'm just such a different person. Like, I'm not even so different. But I was really happy for the connections and being able to bring people together and make people happy. And we enjoyed that time in our life together. Yeah. Yeah. Through that. So, So to give you guys some context, I have been a Nicki Minaj fan for a long time. But, you know, back... When Nikki was new, I, you know, we call ourselves Barb's. It's just so different now. (laughs) It's so different now. So when you say it, it just has a different understanding. Yeah, we OG Barb's. Yes, it does. Very different now. So we come from a time where we saw Nikki really on the grind, really showing Mm -hmm. herself um, and Mm -hmm. had a real connection and a relationship with us on the side that the public didn't know. Like, so Nell, Nelly here. (laughs) Y'all don't understand. This is a legend okay. in the Barb community. Okay. No, seriously, I'll because take it. I'll take Nelly it, you know. um, hosted a radio show called BBR, mm-hmm. um, and she was the host. Uh, her and some other co-hosts as well. And on this, you know, radio, it was really just all of her fans coming together to talk and to you know communicate and to build connection with her. Um, with you know, yeah, which was with awesome. her. Yeah. And you know, most of the episodes, we just came together, played her songs, and just talk about different things. We knew each other at this point. We got mm-hmm. online every single day to talk to each other to see what they, the other person was going through. Like we were really a family, literally. Um, and still it, are still a family. Still are still a family. I mean, I talk about the people in my personal life, literally, like my best friend, my my daughter's godmother, and that's. I mean, some people, it's just a choice, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That that I trust her. You know, that is my baby's godmother. She's the boss. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. And that's how I met her. I was, I came on, you know, I had to be like 10, 11, 12. So this is a long time. We have grown up together. Um, And, you know, on the radio show, Nikki would call in, talk to us. And, you know, how many people could be in the queue? How many people could be on? At top, I think it was 50 at most in the queue to speak. Oh, just on the show in general. You know when it would stop? Blog Talk Radio, girl. yeah. 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 Thank you for calling. It would get full. And, you know, she would talk to us and just get really personal. And we had a real relationship with Nikki. Mm -hmm. So... That's when you think about her fan base now and why it's so strong is because she actually had relationships with us. Real where we, If she saw us in person, I just saw you talking about blah, blah, blah. Like no, she's, she's still that way. <laughs> no, she's still that way. Yeah. Like you can see her and she be watching. She's still very much the same. So, yes. So, yes, yes. I am so excited because this is our first time actually meeting in person um, and you know, Nelly has seen me before I even started making content, just mm-hmm. as a personal line talking about things I was going through and vice versa, just really a yeah. family. And that's yeah. why th- I film all of this, my podcast in my house and I don't let people in my house. Okay. And so, but it's so crazy because I just saw her coming up to my house and I'm like, 
I feel like I've met you so many it's times. It's different with us. It's, it's different. It's different. And when, yeah. you know, Nelly reached out, you know, I've been posting clips and things online of the podcast. Um, and Nelly just reached out and messaged me and said, I need to talk to you. Mm-hmm. And it don't even need to, it wasn't even on a, you know, let's do a podcast together. It was really just, I just want to talk to you. Yeah. Um, and she was like, I'd be open to it being on the podcast. And I was like, you know, you are a part of a big part of my life and you've yeah. been a part of my life for a long time and I've never met you and I wanted this moment to be really special. As and is. I was like, let's go ahead and do it with the podcast then. And some beautiful things can come from it. And mm-hmm. I know you were going through some things. I don't, we don't talk regularly now. Yeah. <laughs> we don't talk. Like I have not spoken to Nelly like a conversation in probably years. Honestly. Literally. I had, I, I saved the old picture because I was laughing. Your old contact photo on my phone. <laughs> you look like a different person. Literally. Like, oh my wow. Gosh. Like you just, your glow is just different. Like, you know, you come into this person and it's beautiful. Okay. It's so let's get started. Beautiful. That was the intro. <laughs> I want to know, how are you? Now, now that I'm able to sit and talk, I feel so Let me start by saying I love myself so much. Hmm. And I've spent, (laughs) really has been two years of confusion and just kind of being lost, not only in learning how to be a mother, which is a whole nother journey, but... Okay, when did you have your child? December of 2021. So she'll be two. Yeah, she's about to... Thank I you. remember when you first had her. Thank you, yeah. baby. She's everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but not only finding my footing as a mother, because that's a whole nother life, as you might know, but I went through something traumatic after my traumatic event that really shook my world up. Mm-hmm. And in, in a nutshell, after I went through that traumatic event... I was blessed with a lot of money. You know, I did a GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. I was in a position where I felt like, you know, I don't want to put the burden or depend on just, you know, my mother or I wanted to figure it out. And this is what I think I should do. Mm-hmm. And when I did that, um, you know, immediately after that event, I ended up homeless. And that was just how my cards were dealt. And I had to figure it out. And, you know, although it did make me a stronger person, it was really hard to go through that, especially during my pregnancy. You know, I'm... Yeah. I don't have a home. I have nothing to give my daughter now. Everything I thought I was going to give her is not what is. And like my life literally was snatched from under my feet in an Mm. instant. And then I ended up homeless, which is a whole nother thing. You know, I know you've talked about that before. So you know what that feels like. But at a certain point, because I was in that position, you know, I was spending that GoFundMe money in the hotel. Mm. You know, thank God I had it, first of all, because Mm -hmm. it gave me the shelter, you know, that I needed and I went back to work at a certain point at the time. And I'm, I'm no longer, you know, at this job, but I went back and there was a major shift. When I say major, people who I've been, and I mean close with for the last six to almost eight years, this yesterday would have made eight years at that job. Everybody was acting different, not different as in, you know, something happened. We don't know if we should talk to her. It was just a major wall major wall. And I couldn't connect. I couldn't understand. I just knew I'm dealing with a lot of real stuff in life. Mm. That was the one place, the one place I wanted to go to, to escape my real, let me go work and you know make money and mm-hmm. be around people I know love me. And it was not that when I got back, it was a complete shift. You know, what's happening. There was one day in particular that, um, an old friend, they had been going through something 
And, you know, I was kind of surprised that they hadn't reached out because we normally had conversations. And I'm like, you know, what's what's going on? And that person's like, you know, let's talk. Confusing, right? Mm. But when we talked, I was left with, you know, no particular names, um, if you will. But I had gone from a respected, loved leader, friend, all of those things to somebody who you're not supposed to be around her. You shouldn't be seen around her. She does this. She. I was a bad person all of a sudden in these people's eyes. I had no clue why, but that's what I was left with. For me, I've spent a lot of time in my life, and this is where I opened with loving myself, where I did not. You know, We go through that, but I seek that validation in so many people, so many people around me. So when people showed me how they felt about me, wait a minute, you know, Mm. I'm not this, I'm not important. I don't deserve love. I don't deserve friendships. I deserved all of those things to be clear in that moment, but that's what I was met with. Eventually, because of the discomfort, genuinely discomfort being around these people, knowing that, you know, knowing what I was said, you know, that I wasn't a good person to be around. These are things that are being said, mind you, and I don't know why. Mm. And I eventually just stopped going to work. I just stopped going. I was in my third trimester, which is <laughs> anybody who's had a child, it's a lot. I was carrying the trauma I had experienced. I was carrying the fact that I was homeless at the time. I don't know what else to do. So I just need to stop. I know that this does not feel good. I just need to stop. So a lot of my close friends physically from that world in particular at the time started to really pull away from me completely. So naturally, what do you do? You look at yourself. Well, what did I do? What did I do wrong? What's wrong with me? Why is this happening now? I've dealt with this, 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 that, and I don't understand how I got here. What is it? What have I done wrong? I'm, where am I in life? Am I really this bad person? I started to believe the things that people were saying about me. Going through having my daughter and dealing with postpartum depression, dealing with the feelings of being alone, the expectation of all of those people in my life being present and they weren't there was really hard for me because, again, what have I done wrong? So my focus wasn't necessarily, you know, I'm a mom and this is kind of just a new life and people, it was a complete shift and it turned into What's wrong with me? Yeah. It it got to a certain point where I felt like, and this is just genuine, and I'm not here anymore to be clear, but it got to a point where I felt like my life wasn't worth living anymore because I felt like I had disappointed my family. Mm. This is my truth. You know, the situation I thought I was in was not what it was. You know, I'm now pregnant. I'm about to be a mother Everybody around me has shifted, and I'm apparently this horrible person. What am I going to give to my daughter? How am I going to be able to provide and be the mother, the person she needs? This is, I'm hearing and seeing who I am to this world, and I'm believing it. Mm-hmm. I had no self-value myself. Like, what do I love about my, I had no clue. I did not love myself at all. But it was hard because, and when I say the closeness of some of these relationships I was incredibly close. Like these are some of these people knew my daughter's gender before I did, to be clear. Mm -hmm. There were no conversations. 
There was, I was blindsided literally into confusion. What did I do wrong? We had just come from a pandemic where everybody's in the house in their own worlds. I had done so much self-work, you know, just kind of looking at myself. How can I better myself? How can I be a better woman in general? I'd done all that work. And now 2021 started. I just did a commercial for Chick-fil-A, happy on a height. Then I got pregnant and then the shift happened. Yeah. And it came out of nowhere. What was hardest for me? Um, you are going, baby. I have a question. Mm-hmm. How many people do you talk about this with in your life? Hey, it's me again. I know you're enjoying the show, but I want to keep it ad free the way it's been. That's the way it should be. And when you subscribe to this show, You're not only supporting your own healing journey, but you're helping us produce this show so that we can continue healing millions. Check out the description so you can find out how you can leap into healing and subscribe to the show today. I've spoke about it to a couple of friends, but being vulnerable after that last time I was vulnerable, I said to myself, I would never do it again. I can tell. Ever. I can tell. Because of how... Oh, my God. <laughs> the way that I was vulnerable and people just turned on me, you know? Yeah. The uh, reason I asked that is because I just asked you how you were. <clears throat> Here I am. I'm packing it, huh? This is how I am. All I ask. <laughs> no. There's nothing wrong with it. But I'm yeah. just, I'm become. I just want us to be aware. I, How are you? Yeah. And I, get, I wanted to give Ooh. you the space to let that out because, mm-hmm. one... I wanted to know. Right. <laughs> and that's the only way I can really get to know you, really. Right. Um, but also just, uh, how are you? Mm. And it, it sounds like all of that is something that no one else has made space for. Nope. And it, it's, and those are all those, all those words are just wow. in you. Just and in no you. And no one made space for it. Wow. Just in you. Just in you. And I'm tired. <laughs> and the I more you live, <laughs> every day you live, you go through more and you just bottle more. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's, the space don't get bigger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all inside of you. And it's just, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just thank you, one, for sharing. Of course. Um, and like I said before we even started, I'm really big on this being fruitful for you. Right. I'm, I'm big on this being fruitful for you. The right. other stuff, that is extra. So I'm just going to talk how I would talk Mm -hmm. and anything after, like I'm telling you, let's just talk. Mm -hmm. And then later, if you feel uncomfortable, let's take it out. Because I know you said you didn't want to talk about certain things, Mm -hmm. but in order for us to really get to the healing. Oh, say less. That, 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 you know, (laughs) because, you know, when we talk about this shift and everybody, look, I've been in an abusive relationship Mm -hmm. with a narcissist. And so I know after we broke up or whatever, not even when we broke up, when he knew I was done and when he knew that I had enough, he put a lot of energy to ruin everything I had left. Mm. (laughs) And, And not even things or people that, really mattered to me at a peaceful place but the things that i was needing in those moments oh my god 
there was people that didn't even really care about me that much. But he made it, he knew that those were the other people, just like he wasn't healthy for me and I was going to him, he knew what the other things was. Mm -hmm. And so right when I was done, he went over there and told them so many lies. Oh my God. Some of them believed it. Some of them didn't, but kept it in the back of their head. Of course. And now you feel like, humans. is that really me? Who am I? You start going a little bit through an identity crisis. 100%. And that's what I'm hearing. It's like, but these are people that I loved. These are people that I felt safe with. Mm-hmm. Now they're they're acting different because of the, it, it, it. And that's no what I'm hearing. I no longer felt safe, literally, not even a little bit. And again, that was the one place at that time, by that time where I was, this is my escape. You know, I'll be around them. I'll yes. feel better. And then yeah. I went and it's like, oh, no, I feel worse. Yeah. I just stopped going to work. I literally just stopped. Yeah. That was important because when you just put it on paper and you say, oh, I'm a new mother. And, you, you know, because this is what you said, like just hearing it like this. Mm-hmm. I was a new mother and you have responsibilities as a new mm-hmm. mother and you were going back to work and you just left because the environment wasn't good. It's right. not that simple. That's a lot. Exactly. It's not that simple. Mm-hmm. It's not that simple. I was in a domestic violent relationship. I had this baby doing it on my own. I'm trying to go back to work with already going through all this trauma. Trying to show up to work where this was my safe space and my escape. And now I don't even have that. Mm -hmm. You didn't just leave a job. You didn't just leave a job as a new mom. It's not that simple. I I hadn't even had her yet. Actually, I was still pregnant. And needed to work, you know, and, and realistically it was because I was in the hotel and that money was, it was running. I hmm. mean, you know, it's not cheap, right? That's more than rent, <laughs> depending yeah. on where you're at. Yeah. And um, I went because I had to, but all that to say, just like you just said, I stopped. It was bigger than just, that was my, that's, I have nothing. Yeah. I have nothing. And, and I don't know where it's coming from. And not even to think about the identity change or shift that happens when you become a mother. Oh, because you're not just a person anymore. Oh, my God. Because I I will never understand that because I'm not a mom, but I do understand psychology and identity. And Mm -hmm. I understand that it is different. Mm -hmm. You're a mother now. Mm -hmm. So having to go through that transition, that alone in a healthy state Mm -hmm. is a lot. In a healthy state. In a health. And I had to in a healthy state. That is a lot. Mm -hmm. And it takes time to get used to it, to learn. You think that you're being a bet. Like, it's a lot. Mm -hmm. A, a, a large percentage of women go into postpartum. So it's like <laughs> dealing with that while also having to deal with everything that comes after. Because if anything, for me personally, yeah, it was hard being in it. But after was one of the hardest for me. Mm-hmm. It was one of the hardest. I was scared of everything. Why? He did a really good job at making me think everything that went wrong was my fault. Mm. Everything. I feel that. I feel that. that. You know, to add some context, it took a year, literally a year, Mm -hmm. an actual entire year for me to even get a puzzle piece as to what happened. Because I had no clue. I did not know anything. I literally knew nothing. Nothing. So it was just, what did I do? What did I do? What did I do? And especially being a people pleaser, 
Mm. used to be really big on that. Me too. People pleaser, wanting to be loved, trying to love people and to love me because I did not love myself. Mm. And I'm still, we here. It's a journey. I'm still working on it. It's a journey. It's a journey. But a year after, um, I had a friend visit me. And, you know, they were still associated essentially around, you know, people in this particular world. And I would pry. I would pry any any chance I got because I wanted to understand. Like what happened? Yeah. What yeah. What do I do different? Because let's be clear, I still, I carry these insecurities now in all of my relationships. Who's going to wake up tomorrow yep. and do the same thing and decide I'm not worth it anymore? Mm. I'm not a good person anymore. They're just going to dog me. Who's going to do it next? That's mm. what it feels like. Mm. A year later, um, I had there were there were there were three things, three or four things. One particular person who I was very close to has stopped speaking to me, and this is just what was said. Stop speaking to me because I lied about the domestic violence that I was in mm. for sympathy money, that I blew all of that money, and that I was still with that person's dad. None of those things being true, none of those things mattering, being anyone's business in the first place. But this is a perception that was put out there, right? Mm-hmm. So I finally had something concrete to take back. You know, okay, let's talk about it. Like, is this is this is this what it is? Is this what happened? That person deflected from literally everything, everything. But the one thing they did mention was the blowing the money thing, which instantly told me somebody somewhere made assumptions when I disappeared because life got real, mm-hmm. and I was trying to. Figure myself out. I couldn't even show up for myself. Mm. I could not show up for myself. Mm. I can't give nobody else anything. I kind of just, I had to do my thing and that was it. And when I guess when I got quieter, instead of drawing near, you know, I'm sorry, instead of drawing Mm -hmm. near, they went and made their own assumptions Mm -hmm. and created this narrative. Now, if you help somebody, if you vouch for somebody and they get that help and then they just go do things irresponsibly, I guess I can understand having an opinion, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, but to take that narrative, literally, not question me, don't ask anything, just to take a narrative because something looks a certain way. Then it painted me in a whole nother image. I'm this person. I'm taking advantage of people. Um, oh, my God. There were so many different things. Once I brought this you know, to attention now... All these grievances are coming up. You know, although they're prior, which this person said themselves, although this was all prior, why did it come up now? Yeah. Why did it matter now? What that conversation told me was that assumptions were made, a narrative was created, and maybe once they realize that they put their foot in their mouth, we got to find something else. We got to find another reason to have painted this picture. Yeah. So she did this, 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 this. Mm-hmm. All things that have either I, A, been talked about and actually dealt with before, or B, things I had never heard. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden I'm this bad person. This meant that I did not deserve love, that I did not deserve my friends, that I did not deserve even to be hooked. I needed so badly at that time. Oh my God, for them to just say, I love you and I'm here, you're going to be okay. To be clear, they showed up in the very beginning. In the very beginning, they were there, you know, uh, specifically the people I'm, you know, on my mind right now, the closer friends in the beginning. But once that shift happened, they were gone. And I understand now that it was because of a narrative, just a simple assumption that was made. But to have turned on me and at such a time, 
especially while I was lost. Yeah. I had no reminders. So we about to turn this in a different direction. Let's go. All of that was needed um, because I'm hearing so much. I, babe, how recent is all of this? Two years. It was two years ago. Two years. I've learned bits and pieces of it, even the most recent thing being just a month ago. This is about me seeking answers. Okay. But all in all, it's been two years. And I'm going to be very, you just get very direct. Come on. You give direct. I love so it. So I'm going to give it to you. I love it. How? <laughs> I love it. Because sometimes, okay, I look, yeah, Tariq, get out of it. Get out of it. <laughs> I love it. Because what I'm doing right now is I know how to meet you where you are. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I'm like, I don't want it to come off a certain, I, Tariq, get out of it. Get in this because I need to do what I do. You won't be able to move forward if you stay back there. Yeah. You won't. Right. Because the way that you're speaking about this, I would think it happened two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I know it hurts. Oh, my God. You have so much hurt. All I hear is pain because it's so many questions. Well, why would mm-hmm. that happen? So you're making this. It sounds like an argument alone. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a conversation that you deserve, but you're not getting. Mm -hmm. It sounds like words that you want to receive from these people that you love. And I'm not using past tense. Mm. I'm not using past tense. It's okay to still love them. And I do. Because you're hurt. You're hurt. Mm -hmm. And you can heal that hurt. Uh, Without receiving apologies, explanations, uh, answers, it may never make sense. I don't think it will. <laughs> Do you know what I'm, I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. It, 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 you, <clears throat> what I'm hearing is you gave so much. And when I say gave, I don't mean material things. I mean, you gave yourself. Mm-hmm. You were vulnerable. This mm-hmm. is me. This oh is Nelly. God. Yeah. Yeah. And they loved you and they accepted you. And then they did it. They didn't. <laughs> mm-hmm. And not only from this relationship where someone made you not know what reality was anymore. <clears throat> now you go back into your reality that was there before the relationship and it doesn't it's exist not anymore. anymore. Yeah. Eight years. So I see and I understand I'm letting you let it all out. And yeah. this happened and this person. But why would you? I'm letting you because... I just wanted to see where you mm-hmm. are, and you are still mm-hmm. in 2021. Mm-hmm. And it hurts. Mm-hmm. And there, there's a lot of emotions. And so when I say I want to turn this in a different direction, I'm going to use this analogy. I'm a screenwriter. And mm-hmm. so when I write TV shows and films, there's a difference between the story and the plot. The, mm. the story is what the movie is about. So right. this movie is about a mom who has a daughter and then she somehow becomes an Olympian and then she's a gold medalist. Boom. The plot is the mom meets Jerry, has sex with Jerry, then she has the kid and then she goes to Los Angeles. It's more about the actions. Right. So what I want to do is to get into the story and what it's about and okay. the feelings. Mm-hmm. Because we can go all day and talk about well, and then she went to him, and right. I'm hearing this, and that don't make sense to me because that's it's good. People listen, 
Because right. they like mess. Right. They uh, like drama and well, being in other people's business. Oh, baby. They will. But what <laughs> I'm here for is baby. I'm here I'm hearing today. Right. And that's what I want to see do. how we can heal today because like and still <clears throat> giving life and space for those things. Right. But how do I work on this today? Because if we just go through the actions and the plot and what happened, we stay in that time. I struggle with that. I, I mean, obviously, yeah, right? We like, all obviously, do. Right? We all do. I think with, with this particular situation, for one, mm-hmm. again, the first year spent of confusion, not knowing anything. Then the year after finding out, I think I went through the roller coaster of accepting it, you know, like this yep, is what, uh-huh. you know, and all of that. And mm-hmm. now, like I told you the other day, I've been dealing with anger. Like in the moment mm-hmm. right now, there's so many times I want to lash out at all of them. In any way that it will look like, I want to lash out. Yeah. How dare you do that to me? Why would you do that to me? I just want to lash out. I want to lay out the truth. I, I learned that this was the narrative. This was what I want to be. I want to hurt them like they hurt me. And that is not my heart. Bottom line. And that's what I'm trying to heal from because I want to be able to, I'm a mom. Yeah. I need my baby to see a healthy mother. And yeah. though we are we're doing great. Yeah. <laughs> We're good. I'm very blessed to be clear. I'm still struggling. Yeah. And that's still with, she's still going to see it at some point. I spent yeah. a lot of time emotional. Yeah. A lot of time with short patience. Yeah. Oh my God. I don't, I don't want to, I want to heal so yeah. I can really truly move forward. You, you know? say that's not your heart. Oh my God. It's not who you are, but it is your heart. And it's I'm going to tell, tell you, I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> You're grieving. Right. That's one of the stages of grief. Anger. Anger. Mm-hmm. Especially when you don't have that person. It's grief. They're not there. You've lost something. Mm-hmm. You go through the questions. You go through acceptance. You go. Th- you, go- you know the stages. And right. Especially when you feel wrong, did or somebody did something you didn't deserve. And you have all of these words inside mm-hmm. of you. Like I said, it's like stuffing things into a bottle. It's mm-hmm. like stuffing things into this body. This is not but so much space. Right. Especially with having a daughter and having a life, having responsibilities, bills, all of these things. With right. also these words, I, I'm just holding it and every day I'm getting more words. So that, that the drop of the pencil is not just a drop. Please. Hello? So, <laughs> oh, oh my God. When you keep those Ooh. words inside, all it takes is one drop to bust the bottle. So mm-hmm. what happens is you got to find a way to let those words Lord, out. Lord, yes. You got to find a way. And so that's why when you were speaking, I said, how, how many people do you talk to about this? Mm-hmm. Because, and, and you know, it's, it's not even, there's a lot of way to get the words out. Right. Journaling. It's, you could talk to people. You could literally do videos and talk about it and not share Within it. Within yourself, right. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it just has to come out. Mm-hmm. When you bottle that in, in a way, you're, and you don't even give it time, when you don't make space for those feelings, they stay there. And they will find a way out. And if they can't come out in those words, they will come out in anger. You know, and and again, and I, so I've done everything I think I've needed to to stop myself from lashing out. Mind you, I want to. Like, I can't just, I've deleted these people off of like my social. They don't you deserve know, you. Text, I mean, numbers, all that. So I cannot. So yeah. I can't, I can't just go do that because yeah. I, mean, I don't have it no more. But it's still the anger has built up 100%. Yeah. What are you angry about? I'm angry. I want to hear the anger. What are you angry oh, about? 
I'm angry because... Close your eyes. I want you to really... I want you to just like, let. what are you angry about? Because I was put in a position where I had to explain and had to accept this person I didn't know I was, according to, you know, that that world. And I had to take accountability and I had to apologize. Not a single one of them has taken accountability for the way they hurt me. And these are people that have made me believe that they love me. I want you to pick one of those people. Mm-hmm. We're going to try something. Mm-hmm. I want you to close your eyes and I want mm. you to pick one of those. <laughs> don't even say those na- their names. I don't need, it's not, I, it's not for me. This is why you close your eyes. This is why you close your eyes. Cause this is between you and them. Because these words, baby, look at your eyes. Look at your eyes, baby. It has to come out. And it's, it's begging to come out and you keep stopping it. I keep seeing it. And you keep, oh, you get, oh, and it needs to come out. Oh. And I need you to pick one of those people. <clears throat> mm. Do you think you can? I'm here to heal. <laughs> I want to do whatever I need to. Okay. So <laughs> close your eyes. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to tell me the person. Don't say their name. If you don't feel, I'll bleep it out, whatever. I want you to just envision you speaking to that person. Talk to them. Like, literally like you are talking to them. I feel like this is what I'll be doing. <laughs> I really feel like this is what I'll be doing. <laughs> just crying because shit. Woo. Uh, uh, I don't even know where I would start. And actually, you know, mm-hmm. you can guide me Stay into there, that. Baby. Maybe you can guide me into that. Oh, okay. I'm about to say. Maybe you can guide me into that. Okay. I feel like if I had an opportunity right now, I'm angry. You know, I, I don't know what to say anymore. I've tried. I don't know. You know, like I said, I've reached out. And when I did, it was There you go. Deflection. That's how you start. Mm. Okay. I want you to literally, mm. and you got to keep your eyes closed for it to work. Because the only way, if you keep coming back to where you are... You know you're not talking to them. It could be, I try reaching out. You don't want to li- like speak to them. Mm. All I need is you. <laughs> I needed you. Hmm. <laughs> Oh my God, I needed you so bad. (laughs) And you abandoned me. You left me. (laughs) And it hurt. And you never accepted responsibility for anything. You made me feel like you did not care about me, about how you made me feel. (laughs) Oh my God. Keep going. You got more in there. You got more in there. Give me a hand. You got more in there. Mm. Let them out. You're thinking them. Let them out. Say them. I thought that you would be in my life forever. I wanted you to be in my life forever. I wanted you to be in my daughter's life. I loved you. I still love you. 
You caused me a lot of pain. <laughs> and I'm tired of carrying it. I just want to heal. But I am angry. <laughs> I'm mad. Because I know I didn't deserve it. That's life. But it hurts. It hurts so bad. <laughs> hmm. Uh. Hmm. As you envision that person, what do they look like now that you've said all that? What does your mind uh. show you that that person looks like? What does it look like right now that you've just shared all of that with them? I see a wall. Hmm. I see a wall. I see a wall. That's it. And how does that make you feel? Angry. I see somebody committed to not hearing me, not wanting to hear me, not wanting to take accountability, not wanting to accept the hurt and not wanting to change it, hmm. fix it. You know, I don't know what to do with this shit, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And um, I just see a wall. That was beautiful, babe. Uh, that was beautiful. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. Because I know you didn't want to do that. <laughs> you wanted to do it, but you didn't want to do it. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you. Because that, let me tell you something. Those words need to come out. I'm so happy you did that because I think what that just showed us. You said you were angry. You are angry. But anger is a secondary emotion. Mm -hmm. Under that is pain. Mm -hmm. You hurt. Mm -hmm. You just want love. That's it. You don't want to fight. <laughs> you don't want to fight. Mm -mm. You just want love. You want to be heard. When The reason I asked you, what does this person look like? Because I would tell you pretty much what you are feeling. Mm -hmm. And if you see a wall. That's it. There's no love to be given. Right. There's no love there. You don't feel heard. You don't feel seen. You don't feel acknowledged. You feel alone. Mm -hmm. So the things that you need are all of the things you're not feeling. Right. What you need is to feel seen, mm -hmm. to feel heard, to feel loved. That's, yeah. that's what you need. Mm -hmm. That's how you fix it, how you heal it. Right. And the thing is, people think if we go to that person, maybe if we change this wall, get behind the wall and get to the person. No. If it's mm -hmm. a wall... It's a it's fucking there. wall. Right. Let I think, that be a wall. I think I'm, I'm in need of learning how to heal. I mean, it's like learning, yeah. you know, how to heal without closure. Yeah. Without an apology. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm here now trying to figure that out because mm -hmm. I know it has been two years and it's not like this yeah. hasn't come up, yeah. you know, but. Some people never let go. I do believe that. I do believe that in that world, none of them are. I don't think any of them, I think they're committed to understanding the narrative that was left in, and now it hurts. Yeah. But it's also okay. I want to let go. I want to let go. I want to give you some tools. I want to. <laughs> um, the only way you'll move forward, there's a couple things. The only way you move forward, stop hypothesizing about what they do and don't think. Mm-hmm. 
what their lives look like, what they think about you, don't water that plant anymore. Mm-hmm. If you don't want that that pain to stay there and to grow, stop watering it. Let the plant die. Right. It doesn't matter what they think about you. What? Because I hear a lot of that. Like even just in that moment, I think they're committed. To, you need to let them go. Mm-hmm. You have to grieve. I think when you accept that you're mm-hmm. grieving, and when you understand grieving is like someone died. That's how it feels. That's literally how and it feels. And that's why it's been two years and you haven't moved. Because they did die, but mm-hmm. you won't let them die. Oh, oh, wow, wow. You won't let them go. Wow. You're trying to keep them now. Wow. When they left, mm-hmm. they left. And it's okay. There's no shame around that. I think a lot of people, once they accept that, they feel bad because they moved on and I'm still holding on. No, because you love them. Mm -hmm. And if anything, that makes you more powerful because you were vulnerable enough to build such a connection, Mm -hmm. which means you're a hard lover. Oh my God. (laughs) And you will be able to, you won't be able to give that love. That love is still connected to them. Mm -hmm. You will be able to give that love to new People mm-hmm. that will not do that to you again. I would pray so. I need to heal. You will. Prophesy. Amen. You will. Amen. Because the more you water that and you try to figure out and, and you think about it, you are still attached. Mm-hmm. And you may even meet people that could be the new, but you're still they just I'm passing you those by. blessings, right? Yeah. Passing you by. You know, at a certain point in my journey, one of the friends that I spoke to, oh my gosh, it was one night in particular. Kind of how we're doing where he's just, you know, let me give mm-hmm. you this tool, essentially, not in a way of shaming me for feeling my feelings, but just, yes, this happened. Yes, this hurt, but don't allow this to take from what's in front of you. Mm. Oh my God. My mm. village the village that was meant to be in my life right now, Mm. unlike anything I've ever experienced, to be clear, the people in front of me, the people in my life now, I'm a better person. I'm held accountable. I hold myself accountable more and it's encouraged around me. I'm on to genuinely bigger and better things in my personal life, things that are more fulfilling to me. And that's a reflection of what's poured into me. Mm. So my village around me now is incredible and Going back to that comment, they stopped me that night in particular to remind me to be present and look at what's in front of you. Don't spend so mm. much time dwelling in that pain. Allow it to be, yeah. but don't forget that yeah. you have us here. And that really grounded me in that moment, truly. And yeah. from then on, even if it were a matter of if they're taking offense you know, to me mm-hmm. being so stuck here, essentially, wake up. And really see them here while they're here, yeah. you know, and embrace them. And it's been a beautiful journey in that yeah. regard since, because again, I can recognize my village is insanely amazing. That's, that's insanely, beautiful. Insanely. I mean, from, you know, and even me and my mom, we've struggled, but you know, we here now, my mom and I's relationship is much better in my inner circle, the people close to me who are really in my life mm. in my daughter's life. Oh my God. You know, it almost makes it like, you know, what you hear crying about literally, yeah. you know, because I am good, you yeah. know, but I, it hurts. Yeah. It hurts. You good and you not okay. I'm good and I'm at We can put that things. all on the table. I'm good. Because sometimes it's like a black or white, but it's all on the table. Mm-hmm. And so look, 
I don't just give a tool. It's a toolbox. It right. ain't just going to be one thing because it's, it, yes, that was the first. I started with that because that's where you start. But it's way easier to say, you got to let go and look forward and right. be present. Of it's course. so of easy course. to say that, girl. You could find a TikTok to tell you that. Of course. Okay, girl. So that <laughs> is just. That's one of my just... mom's favorite things. You can't stay there. And exactly. I'll be out. <laughs> and now this is another tool in the box that I, that is something I practice that helped me. Um <laughs> I lost friends or had people that, you know, I felt like did me wrong and I didn't have the chance to have a conversation. It was like, how do I move on if it's just me here? Right. There's no closure. So something that helped me was I <laughs> I, I, I have a happy place mm-hmm. and I have I have the beach and I also love parks. I love nature. Beach. So it's about finding your happy place somewhere that you just feel safe. This is mm-hmm. your spot. This is your place. This is your thing. Okay, you go there because one, you already feel safe because this is your spot. Right. And I put on voice memo mm. and I literally, what you just did, I did. And mm. I, t- I said every single, every, I said every, if you was to get on the phone with them right now, what make you- your list, <laughs> bitch, because you, you did this okay. and you did, bitch, I mean, go off. I mean, just everything you let have it to, out. let it mm-hmm. out. Don't let anything, don't, don't be like tomorrow. Oh, I should have said, get it ready. Right. Get it ready. I put that voice memo on and I let it out. Mm-hmm. Because when we don't let those words out, they stay there. So Combustion I needed to let them out. Honey. I needed to say how you hurt me. This is what I wanted from you. Crying and then pissed. Like I had to let that all out. And when I put that in my voice memos, that in a way was me putting it there. It had to come out. I think that's what's happening for me today. Oh, I, oh, I, because uh-huh, <laughs> my uh-huh. question, you know, especially knowing I was coming to do this, and I thought particularly, what do, is there a way that I want them to respond to this? No. You really don't. No. You realize in like, that moment, I don't really care what you no, think. No, 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 no. Like, I, I, I <laughs> no, like, and, yeah. and I'm glad that that's not something I'm trying to prove, like, to, to make myself, I don't. I no, don't I know. Care. Yeah. I need to do this for myself now. Yeah. Because I need to I need to move the fuck on. Yeah. I'm tired. Yeah. I'm tired. And some people, most people, <clears throat> all people confuse having emotions for a person meaning that you care in a way yeah. of like I want to stay attached to you, I want to fix mm-hmm. it. No. No. I don't and I want think, nothing I, I don't want me, honey. People, child. <laughs> people shy away from the emotions because they think if you're crying about it, that means like, you know, like, oh, you care, you still want but no, right. it's just it's emotions. Mm-hmm. You're still hurt, you still love them. You can love somebody and know that you don't want them in your life, or mm-hmm. you know, maybe just in the season, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It's separating what it looks like, what people think, and what it may mean from your is. emotions. Mm-hmm. Letting your emotions and feelings just exist. I'm hurt and I'm pissed and I have this to say and I need to let it out mm-hmm. and when we sometimes give it to other people that's a lot you know right. sometimes trauma is not for everybody some people start you know <laughs> judging you because it's, it's a lot mm-hmm. so there's different ways there's journaling there's a voice memo me I think it's good to let the words verbally out right. when it when you have that much because in a way you want a conversation and because you feel like you're robbed of that Right. You want to kind of give yourself that conversation. And what I did was after I did that, I put that voice memo and then I had a moment with myself. 
Mm. I put the phone down, put that up. Okay, I didn't have that talk with that person. Now, Tariq, because we have to also, it is not just about me and this person. It's also Mm -hmm. about the relationship I want with myself. Mm -hmm. Tariq, that was hard. Everything I'm telling you right now, that was hard. I'm proud of you. And I know you're going to still think about them here and there, but we're going to try to move on, okay? I'll talk back and forth with myself. I'm telling Mm -hmm. you, we have the power to heal ourselves. Mm -hmm. And we do it. See, our body does it already. You know, I'm a scientist. So when we get a cut, our body's already working on healing. Right. Literally. We have to do that with our brain. We have the, the internal, ability. Right. We have the ability to heal ourselves. And and that's literally all I'm trying to help people do is like realize, hug on yourself. You need mm-hmm. a hug? Mm-hmm. Build a relationship with yourself. And and in that moment, I was like, Tariq, I'm proud of you. Because you're you're really yourself. trying to move forward. And then every time, because like sometimes people, once you think about them again, you start beating yourself up. Like, oh, move on. Girl. Be graceful. <laughs> the triggers are insane. The triggers are insane. In, and I hate it because... <laughs> How do you respond to those triggers? I just, I get mad all over again. At I what? Get mad. Do you get mad at yourself or the situation or that is still on you? What is the... Well, what I've taken from this now, and, and this is the part that I'm really proud of too, just mm-hmm. in this time, when I say I love myself, mm-hmm. I really love myself now. And mm-hmm. that is so free. I did not love myself. And it's not to say, yeah, I didn't love myself. Yeah. I didn't love myself. I really you know, didn't love I didn't myself. Love my, I didn't. Like, you know, so like yeah. now, like down to, you know, what are those things that I love about myself? And I think how I got here was really breaking myself down from that situation, mm. trying to, you know, figure out what I had done. No, I'm not a bad person. Mm. I'm intentional. Mm. I care a lot. I love hard. Mm. I show up for people in ways that... Not a lot of people do. I go overboard and it makes me feel good. That's a beautiful thing to just oh, do out of the kindness of your heart. Yeah. That is who I am. Mm. I am that person. That's who I am. I'm not who they told me I was. I'm still mad because how dare you? I believed it. I tr- I placed my value in these people. I've mm. done that my whole life. You know, mm. if if I have a lot of friends, if I have, you know, people who really love me and they show up for me, that means that I deserve. I was not telling myself that, though. I, it didn't come from me, Janelle, the core mm. of me. I didn't love myself. The when I look in the mirror now, genuinely, I love myself so much. Like, I see beauty. That is beautiful. Oh, my God. And I know you do. And this was work. I was about to, I know you do. You've done work. Oh my God. I, I know what work sounds like. <laughs> mm-hmm. And for you, you just gave yourself all one, you took the time to learn those things. Yeah. Not even just to become aware of it. Okay, I do go overboard. I do love real hard. And it's not a shameful thing. It's like, I love that about me. That's just who I am. That's and great. I see it in your smile. <laughs> That's great. And yeah. that is that shows me one, you've done because that takes work. Mm-hmm. Society doesn't teach us to love ourselves in that way. It's mm-hmm. vain. It's cocky. It's selfish. It's so when I hear, and especially the way you're talking about yourself, I know you love yourself, mm-hmm. and I don't want you to think that this situation with how you know you're still grieving with these friends or the relationship that that takes away from any of your self love. I don't. Okay, good. I don't. Okay, good. I had to and, make sure. And, and that's. For me, confirm it, it confirms where I'm at. You know, I can still those things can exist. I am still mad. Yeah. I am still upset. Yeah. I still think about those people and I get mad. Like I told you, I still want to lash out mm. often. 
but I still love myself. So I have a <laughs> question. Yes. What part of you, because there's this thing called the internal family systems. Mm-hmm. And pretty much there's, there's parts in us. Um, and this, I'm not going to go into the whole science of it. But, you know, when we say, oh, there's a part of me that feels like this, but a part of me that feels like that. Mm-hmm. Using that system, I sometimes can identify disconnects because this Janelle that I love myself mm-hmm. and with the shake of the head, girl, yeah, I know I love myself, girl. You ain't going to get me that I like my. Yeah. That is real. Mm-hmm. That is you. It is real. But there also is a part that is still attached to 100%. those. And when you think about what is that part of you, is it a little you? Is it you that need what? Mm. If you just could think about what do you feel like that part of you is that is still in that time? Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if if I had to connect it to anyone and this also would circle back to me, loving myself, it would be my inner child. Mm. It would Mm -hmm. definitely be that because... If I'm looking at my inner child, these people made my inner child feel amazing. Mm. You know, realistically, I felt lo- all the yeah. things that I've wanted, I did get in those friendships. The yeah. love, the attention, the time, I got it. Definitely. If I had to connect it, it would be to my my inner child, my younger self. Have you experienced abandonment or mm-hmm. betrayal in your childhood or mm-hmm. in your formative years? Not even, it could be 16. It could be any time before now. I thought I said that too. I'm carrying that now. I suffered from abandonment issues like crazy. Now. Okay. Still. Okay. Still. Like the fear of that. You know, I mm-hmm. have security within myself. I do feel like I was forced <laughs> to get here given the situation. Mm-hmm. I did do the work, but I genuinely have a fear. What was the earliest moment of that abandonment? Honestly speaking, I feel like with my father. Okay. And I've literally never said this, like, you know, mm. out loud. Um, I could tell because you, you, I, 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 I oh was, my God. Yeah, if you didn't feel comfortable, but yeah. I could tell because I, I'm asking, you're going to see why, but it, keep going, your father. My father and, and just in his younger years, you know, he was living his life. He mm-hmm. didn't necessarily stay in one place. I didn't have a father. Okay. I didn't have a dad who was there. And one of the things that, yikes, the biggest thing for me, and I have these memories. Hmm. Nobody's told me. My mom was really big on never, like, she never bashed my father, no nothing. Mm-hmm. I have memories of my father saying he was on his way hmm. and he would not show up. I have those memories. Being in my grandma's house waiting, my dad's coming to get me hmm. and he would never show up. And then asking myself, like, why? Like, am I not good enough? Like, does, does he not? Like, am I not... You know, why doesn't he want me? Why doesn't he mm. want to spend time with me? Why am I not enough? What is wrong with me? Hello? Sounds familiar, right? Yeah. yeah. Listen, those words. What is wrong with me? Mm-hmm. And that is a feeling. Mm-hmm. It's words, but it's a feeling. And that same feeling comes up in your own words. Like you said, it sounds familiar. I'm mm-hmm. calling it out. Right. From this moment with <laughs> right. the friends, right? Because mm-hmm. it's a feeling. Mm-hmm. And what happens is sometimes some questions would be like, why am I still stuck on this? Right. It's because that feeling, that's little John L, that is that same question, abandonment. What's wrong with me? What did mm-hmm. I do? Mm-hmm. What can I do? Mm-hmm. To fix it, right? There's so many questions. Yeah. That's, that, that, that cry feels early. 
That's why when you do sit down and you know you everything you would say to this person, you just go into that little like the cry that just I saw. Mm-hmm. It's a very young cry. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. And so the way to heal that, because in those moments, even if she ain't got nothing to do with these people right now, that feeling triggers her. So here. she comes up. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is whatever, whoever is bringing up those emotions too, they they mm-hmm. are getting what they deserve, but they're also getting hurt right. from those o- other moments that she never healed from. Because like mm-hmm. you just told me, I've never talked about this. Mm-hmm. That's more words. This bottle, baby, it got a lot in there. <laughs> yeah. And so you wonder, you know, the frustration, just anger or the emotions. And that's why. Because you have to go. And heal. Mm-hmm. You have to heal. Mm-hmm. L two years ago and that Johnel a long time. And, and that's going to be a lot. Yeah. And, and this is why I tell everybody, just because you, it's good to identify what you need to heal. Because you'll know in different moments, oh, okay, this is that. Boom. And you know how to evaluate or I need to have some space from this person. But not everybody is in the place to heal it. Right. Because. Which, that's work. I mean. It, it's a lot. A lot. Because when you open up that bottle. That doesn't just stay in the 30 minutes you do it. Mm-hmm. You're going to think about it all day. It's going to take That's away from resurfaced. your sleep, your appetite. Your so. And if you don't have the circle around you to support you, maybe you don't have a therapist, you don't have friends, maybe you're already going through a lot, it's not a good time to do that. Mm-hmm. So I'm never like, oh, you need to heal. You need to heal. It's, it's, <laughs> it's knowing I do need to heal, but I, I'm, I'm taking my time. Because right. you still working on two years ago. But I'm just bringing it to your attention because... Because we know now that that feels early, it's gonna. That's why it's so difficult, right? To heal this one right now. That makes sense. It, that it, makes it, sense. It's that more than sense. just that. That makes perfect. sense. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. feeling is so. It's been here so long, and you're adding on to it. So it's gonna be hard. And so I think when you also understand that, you can give yourself grace, because right. it is gonna take a while. Because shit, you in that category. You and that, you know, you over there. Even so a it, deep, it's a deep root of a deep cut, yeah, a yeah. deep cut. So it's going to take some time. And I think just knowing that gives you more grace and understanding mm-hmm. for yourself, mm-hmm. because in these moments also, when you go to heal yourself and you have this conversation, maybe you do the voice memos or journaling and you're doing it. Now, you know, when you close your eyes and you hug yourself, envision that young John because mm-hmm. these feelings are coming from her. Right. So she, she's going to heal from two years ago and then maybe heal another thing. And then another thing, you're going to realize she's holding all of these things because you trying to move on. Cause like right now you're like, I love myself. Yeah. And then you just get in these <laughs> moments of like, what the hell? I feel icky. No, really. And it just be like night and day kind of <laughs> definitely night and day. A disconnect. Hello. That's her. Yeah. yeah. That's wow. her. Yeah. That's her. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it's finding her and hugging her. And every time she gets more healed and to a point where she just going to be smiling and running around. Yeah. Literally. That's the process. And I deserve it. Oh, my God. She deserves it. Yes, she does. She deserves it. She does. She deserves it. Because what's going to happen is those triggers don't go away. Right. What happens is today you feel abandonment and maybe unhealed, right? I haven't worked on it or I'm still working. Right now, say it's triggered, she's going to be crying. A little kid. Mm -hmm. The more you heal her and you hold her during those moments, five years from now, you didn't did the work, a trigger 
she gets scared. You be like, baby, it's okay. She be like, okay. Mm-hmm. Talking to and you move on with your life. Yeah, you move on with your life. This person left. Okay, you know what? Speaking of going back to it being the inner child, you know, the younger version. Mm-hmm. I recently, and I have not even scratched the surface of this either. But I recently talked to my dad, you know, about oh it. God. And he's in my life now. You know, mm-hmm. he's a grandfather. He's a great grandpa. He loves the hell out of my daughter, which is like, oh, what's this for me? <laughs> you know, but he's here. He's present. But when I brought up these feelings, my dad deflected too and didn't accept responsibility. I mean, that's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Right. Yeah. So I have to also realize that. But that feeling of nobody's validating these feelings. Mm. <laughs> nobody's validating these feelings. Exactly. It just doesn't exist. No, this is real. I guess I didn't, I don't believe myself. What is it? I don't know, but I didn't get what I wanted from him. So I also shut down. You know, I mm. knew I addressed it. He didn't respond the way I wanted to. You had cool. to make a decision. You want to have a relationship or not? Choose delusion, right? <laughs> I'm back here. We're going to choose delusion. I love you. And I do, you know, I love him so much, but it's hard because... I do want to heal that. I do want to know that it wasn't, you know, obviously it wasn't me. I was a kid. What the hell was I doing? You know, the responsibility of being a parent is a lot. And, you know, he did what he had to do with his time. And it just wasn't what I guess what I needed. You know, and that's just that. And I could be real. And that's how I feel. You know, give myself that. But it wasn't enough. Mm. I needed him to be present. I needed him to accept responsibility, you know, in my adult life when I brought it up and, you know. I don't know what to do with that mm-hmm. from here because how do I even start? You know, the the one, the earliest version of it, he won't even, it's not acknowledged. Yeah. It's just what like those people there. The only difference is you have a relationship right. with this one, but it's the same. <laughs> right. It's not going to them for the validation. It's going to you mm-hmm. because other people can heal us and they have the ability. Right. They could validate us. They could make space for us. They could do literally, I could be your dad doing all of this. Right. And that would heal you. It'll be a way faster process. Mm-hmm. But when somebody doesn't, and I, mm, I'm so happy I'm about to phrase it like this because a lot of times people look at it as they don't love you. Right. And they, they don't care about you. Mm-hmm. Baby, they don't have it to give to you. Mm. They don't have it. Mm. They don't have they, it's not in their box. Mm-hmm. They don't have it. And what you're going to do is sit here for the rest of your life waiting for something they will never give so you. They just don't have. Because one, to have that, they can't even give it to themselves. Mm-hmm. Some people, just because they became a different person doesn't mean they healed. Some people left all that behind. Mm-hmm. I don't want to think about it. Don't talk about it. That's why you bring up some stuff. Especially black people. Mm-hmm. Come on, my family from the South. You bring up some stuff, sh- shut up. Mm-hmm. Don't talk about that. I'm like, well, hold on. It happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It happened. That's, that's the tools they were given. Because when you think of the right, generations before generation, them, yes. think about slavery. Oh like, did you want to think about that? Mm-hmm. I don't want to think about that. Let's right. move on. We free now. We's free now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, and, and that's the compassion. <laughs> right. But it's understanding you will never get that from that person. So you don't go to them. You go to yourself. That's mm-hmm. why, you know, it, it's healing yourself. And so when you say, how do I do that? It's the same with the friends. Everything you just said, I'm so happy because everything you just said, I needed this. I needed that. Those are the things that are still bothering you or just words inside of you. And the good thing is 
you love yourself. Mm-hmm. When you love yourself, you know how to give love to yourself. So when in the moment where that little girl comes up, right, and she's telling you all these things, and she's like, you know, maybe I did something wrong because you love yourself. Be like, no, baby, you didn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. deserve the love. Yeah. It's the dialogue. And, and I always, you're going to feel a little crazy because I do it. But literally having a back and forth Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde conversation because there needs to be a clear distinction between what I believe, who I am now. I love myself. Mm-hmm. And also making space for those voices and those feelings inside of you that think, I'm not good enough. There's something wrong with me. That speak the opposite of that, right? And right. not shooting it down, right? Because when you shoot her down, that's just what everybody else did. Mm. It's I'm wow. this, I'm that, I'm that. No, baby, you. It's affirming. It's mm-hmm. loving them because mm-hmm. the more you do that, they're gonna be like after a while, they start believing you, mm-hmm. and they won't think that anymore. They'll go to you for what we think about ourselves, right? Not the past. Right. You feel me? Yeah, I do. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I mean, and I can do that now. I can. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Because I am here. You know, the present me. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, I, I can tell you love yourself. Oh, my God. Like, no, really, because, I mean, I also did inner work. This is not to say that I was some, you know, perfect saint. Never yeah. made. I make plenty of mistakes. Absolutely. I do plenty of things that hurt people the difference with me i mean if you know me to know me is to know i don't want to hurt anybody exactly and my intentions are always pure that is my truth yeah i can i can affirm myself now because these are my truths and i have accept i've had the time to do all the work and break myself down i love the hell out of who i am now Mm. not only me as a mother just me as an individual i am a wonderful person and i genuinely do not need any external validation for that and for myself that is that is more than i can ask for that's more than i can ask for i've never been that person yeah i'm here now yes i'm here now i'm here now and And that's literally a large part of the work i mean right because this would be way harder to do if you didn't love yourself Mm -hmm. because that's the first stage like Mm -hmm. once you learn how to love yourself when you go back to those parts and those inner children that don't love themselves you know what to say to them Mm. because i actually loved myself Mm -hmm. but when you don't love yourself those voices that tell you you're not good enough you just believe it right and and so that's you've already done one of the biggest heart the hardest part i think Mm -hmm. this part now is just a practice it's just about every time right. it comes up, not letting it win, being like, no. Right, 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 right. Telling right. myself what I believe and not letting the voice win. That You already did the hard part. Because mm-hmm. once you learn that you loved yourself, girl, you just got to grow it. It's mm-hmm. a plant. Mm-hmm. It's a plant. You just got to keep watering it. I know now, truly just placing my value within myself, I think that was the biggest thing that I took from all of this. Because why... Why do I feel this way? Naturally, of course, you care about people who love you. You care about uh, naturally, yeah, right? Uh-huh. But why is this so hard for me? Yeah. Why is this really, this flipped my world upside down again? What the hell? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Well, because I believe what they're saying. I value them. So what they're saying is what it is. Exactly. No. And 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 you know, yeah. ooh, you're touching on something. Look, this podcast could keep going. Look, we're going <laughs> to make this the last word <laughs> and then we're going to close. But- What you're speaking about is so important because the people we keep close to us and around us, 
they matter. Mm-hmm. And when they matter, what they think matters. Mm-hmm. And when you keep people around you that don't think good things about you, you hold a lot of weight on what they think. Right. 100%. So it's really important that you are very intentional about the people around you. Mm-hmm. Because, and I, I literally just learned this, like, and this clearly in a way of, like, actually putting it in action this year. Mm-hmm. Because I had so oh, many wow. people that were like, I love them. And, mm-hmm. and, and I know they love me. There was even a person I know loves me. I mm-hmm. know loves me. And I love them. But their judgments... And, mm. the, and the things that they thought about me because I held them so close, mm-hmm. I would know I don't believe whatever they're saying, but because they were so close to me, what they thought mattered. And right. I started I adopting a lot of those beliefs because they were so close to me. I just, I, I had to get them out of the circle mm-hmm. and you can love from a distance. That's what that is about. I can right. love you and you don't need to be in my inner circle. Mm-hmm. The only people that need to be in my inner circle and people are people who make me feel great. And, and it's not about having yes men around you. Oh, hello. It's about having people that want the best for you mm-hmm. around you. Mm-hmm. Not judging you. Under, trying mm-hmm. to understand you. Wanting to understand you. Curiosity. Jumping to curiosity and not judgment. Mm. Curiosity is how we build connection. Judgment is how we push people away. So if you just feel constant judgment and you don't feel like you can just exist, you don't need to be around me. Right. Because the whole idea is the people around me should make me grow, should make this light lighter. Right. And if you're not letting me exist, if I don't feel like I can exist around you, I'm just shrinking. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. You know, it's very interesting you're saying that now, thinking of perspective. I could have made other people feel that way myself. Like they were shrinking. Absolutely. And like they couldn't grow. Absolutely. 100%. And that's okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because I I do that for wow. some people too. Mm-hmm. There are some people I know that my existence makes them feel smaller. Mm. Now I make space for everyone. This is really just who I am. Like, mm-hmm. girl, this is literally how I am all the time. I talk to my doctor like this. <laughs> literally, she loves me. Um, so I know <laughs> I'm doing what is needed to make to give people space, but I can't control. Or, you know, I can't control what goes on in people's minds and in their feelings. You know what I mean? So if somebody's already feeling small in their life, I may be another reason of why. Mm -hmm. And I can't control that. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like, I may be that for someone else. And, but it's, I can't change that. And and it's not changing myself so that they don't feel small. That's their, that's their side of the street. That's something old me would have done. That's something old me would, I did 100%. do. I just stopped doing 100%. that. 100%. I, sh- I dimmed myself a lot. I'm very powerful. Mm-hmm. Very powerful. Hello. Okay. I am. Hello. Oh, I am. Mm-hmm. I'm so powerful and I'm so confident. Mm-hmm. And I'm so loving and nice. And when those don't go together. And so people, mm-hmm. it, it just doesn't mix. And some people just create an image of me. Mm-hmm. And... I had to just like, yeah, just, yeah, just go over there. Yeah. Because it, it, it just doesn't work. I just, you just don't mix with everyone. And I just had to learn that and not change myself because I like making people feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And so I would just be like, well, okay, maybe if I just don't share all of my ideas or say everything I want to say, but share all fair. of my power, they'll feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. But it's not my job. That's not my job. Because I want to be me. 
100%. Because we love us. Right. We love us. Right. So and I don't want to cap that. Okay. You know? So I, um, I, I love that we end on, we love us. <laughs> yes. So no, and do. I want to hear from this conversation what you got from this conversation. And yeah, let's just keep it simple. What did you get from this conversation? I'm on the right path. Absolutely. I'm on the right path. What I've taken from this is to be more intentional. You know, mm. with speaking to younger me, who mm. is the one who is ultimately carries that hurt. That's where it started. Mm. Being more intentional with her and letting her know we are safe because we are. Yeah. We truly are. And I want to say that again, not only my village, myself, I'm safe with myself. Mm. I don't need the validation from anybody else. I'm already, I'm here now. How do I heal her? And that's mm. where I need to focus. Opposed to even not seeking understanding. You know, that's hard and I've I've really I've done a lot of that. And I know that that's you know, essentially that's my overthinking, you know, me trying to under, I'm not gonna understand everything. I'm not meant to understand. I need to get that. I need to heal the inner me. Yeah. And that's my next my next goal. I'm gonna offer some grace. Mm-hmm. Overthinking. Mm. As someone who went through a domestic violent relationship, you know when I knew I was done. I didn't know what was real anymore. I literally just kept screaming, crying. I want my reality back. Mm. And it makes me emotional because I just I just want my reality back. I want my reality back. I don't know what's real. I don't know who I am. I don't know. Was I wrong? Did mm. I do so? I didn't know anything. So when you kept saying that, I didn't know anything that was I just want my reality back and I knew the only way I didn't even know what was real anymore but I knew that this person made everything unreal Mm -hmm. so I just wanted to escape it got to a point where I was just so scared of his existence I just like he would be and I would just do this like just don't talk just don't talk And after that, not knowing what's real anymore, it's like I came back to the world and I had to figure out what the fuck is real. Do I really care about people? (laughs) Do I really? I mean, just asking like a child having to relearn the world again. Mm -hmm. So when you say overthinking, I don't think that you're overthinking. I think you have all these questions and you want understanding because... In a way, you just you want to piece all of this together. Right. You've lived a life before that person. You knew who you were before that person. Right. And then right. it came in and you, you just want to feel connected. Mm-hmm. And I want you to know who you are now. That was needed. Mm-hmm. 100%. That was needed. 100%. Because I'm, I, oh, I just know. You didn't even tell me this, but... The amount that you love yourself now is mm-hmm. because you lost yourself. Yes. And you had to find yourself oh my again. God, yes. 100%. And in order to find yourself, you had to ask all those questions. Am do I like this? Who am and now that you answer oh. them again, you're like, wow, that really is me. Even just this the oh my God, like even just the way I operated then naturally, naturally. Oh my God. Like yeah. it's almost like for myself, like, damn, I'm a little embarrassed. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like 
Oh my God. Yeah. Even who I was, I'm so proud of myself for being here. This is somebody I genuinely would be proud to put out in the world. Here I am. Yeah. I was a firecracker wanting to prove something. I'm here. You're going to hear me. I was just trying to fight and become somebody who meant something because I was not telling myself that. Mm. Now, oh, baby, we good. We good. I can be vulnerable. I can have these conversations. That's another thing. I said, I'm not going to be vulnerable no more. That's not me. Yeah. That's not me. God. Yeah. If I talk, if I, yeah. we couldn't get into that truly. That's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. God told me that's exactly who I am. I have to tell my story. I have to, I'm a healer as well. I'm in the yeah. business of healing, which Come is why on. I said, let me connect with another healer because the healer needs healing too sometimes. I need help. I need to figure this out. But your voice is powerful. You were on a mic years before I was. Yeah. So that doesn't, that doesn't just go away. Right. And this, this healing is just bringing you back. Right. You, it's just bringing you back to reality. There you go. Yeah. And all of those words inside of you, you're getting them out and getting them out the way. So the words that you need to give to other people can come out. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's like a little soup with all the letters right now. It's just shit from over here, shit from, just get all the shit that don't need to be here. Mm -hmm. So it could just be all the things that God is giving space. to you. Oh my God. All the things that God is giving to you. <laughs> he doesn't need that mixed in with all these words you need to give to that person. Give the, get that out. Get that out mm -hmm. because I'm giving you so many words and it's getting, it's getting confused. So we need to get that out right? so that you can hear my voice and know exactly what I need you to say. That's what he's saying. Ooh. Okay. No, no, no. Like, now look, we, we, could, we could keep talking all day, Listen. but look, y'all. Thank you, Nelly. <laughs> thank you so much. So much, so much, so much, so much to, for this coming. Great. So yes. look, I know the audio was working the entire time. Mm -hmm. I know the video is on, but I did not refocus it when we started. That's but okay. I told you, That's I really okay. was here for you. I, and I'm like, is that is extra. If God willed it, it will be. Amen. And so, but I'm just like, thank you so much for coming. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Before this, before I even clicked the button, he was like, look, okay, now this and this. <laughs> and I knew it was it was more of a protection thing. It wasn't sure. like a, it, I knew what it was. Yeah. And I was like, okay, she was like, she gonna see the, the heal the healing power girl. We we we're we're here to heal. Pull it out. And you did that. Right. You literally healed yourself mm -hmm. also in this moment. Mm -hmm. You allowed yourself to go to places you didn't think you were gonna go. You mm -hmm. allowed yourself to express things that you didn't before. Several things. Mm -hmm. And these are things that need to come out. And I'm just so proud of you. Thank and I you. thank you because so many people are going to resonate with this. So many people. And you have no idea that this is your strength. 100%. And you're offering your strength not only to yourself and your inner child, but the millions of people that it will touch. Amen. It will give them people that I, have, I told myself I would never be vulnerable. They're going to try now. Mm -hmm. They're going to call someone. As They're going to they ask for help. <laughs> yes. Literally. Yes. So thank you. I want to hug you. Yes. Let me hug you. Yes. Oh, but thank you guys. Uh, I hope you guys have a great day. <laughs> I was like, I forgot I was doing a podcast. Uh, but yes, this was That Conversation with Tariq Ali, a podcast where we have a hard conversation that help us grow. Please make sure that you rate and review and you like and you share. And yeah, y'all, y'all go ahead and heal yourselves. Let me hug you, Nelly. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Mm. Thank you so much. Of course. Ah, that was great. Yes. Hey, it's Tariq Ali. 
A little birdie told me that you wish there was more frequent uploads to help you in your healing journey and that you didn't have to wait months for the next podcast episode. Well, now you don't have to. Check the description to find out how you can leap into healing, the subscriber edition of this podcast where you will get weekly episodes. Yep, you heard me. Weekly episodes. These exclusive subscriber-only episodes will include tools and tangible practices and methods I've come up with to help you heal and grow, reviews of the main show episodes for messages you may have missed, and even more bonus episodes like affirmations, mindset shifts, and Ask Tariq. Check out the description so you can find out more and start leaping into healing today.